Cameron Green is on 95, not out. The third last ball of the day. Uh, what's his name? O'Rourke comes into bowl, and Cameron Green tries to launch him into next week. Mark Richardson, thing is, he, I think, is on commentary. He says, that would have gone to Lavender. And then Brendan Julian says, wherever that is. And that's the tone that I want set for this series. Australians not giving a flying fuck about anything that involves New Zealand. I keep hearing, geez, New Zealand were good today. This game will be over tomorrow, okay? This game is over tomorrow. Cameron Green's just hit one of the all-time great hundreds. They finished the day nine for 279. It's 500 too many. Australia will never have to bat again in the series. They prepared a shit tip. They've sent us in, and they couldn't even take 10 wickets! Did you enjoy the day, Pezza? <laughs> Did I? I just completely agree with what you said. And I think it was underscored by a moment when Daryl Mitchell on a green fucking monster mm. whose deck had hardened into divots encrusted yeah. to ensure inconsistent bounce and pace. It's a shit tip. Daryl Mitchell was coming in bowling medium pace to Mitch Marsh with the keeper standing up. <laughs> it truly was... Western Australia grade cricket 2010. It, <laughs> yeah, it really it was. was Scarborough versus Fremantle yeah. at one point. That, that how was, that how did New Zealand manage to reduce this opportunity mm. to grade cricket? It's their world Like Cup only final. they can. You zoom out on the day, the Australians looking resplendent in their vests. Yeah. Then there's fucking eight guys dressed like super troopers on the hill <laughs> where I can see Shell behind and Maccas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting uh, interviewed by a bloke trying his best. Doing his best. Trying his very best. Yeah. yeah. And you think, great cricket. Like, like it was... It <laughs> <laughs> think how close we were from making it, Pat. Oh, oh, we we have, so to be, have to be clear to the viewer here. Mm. Uh, we're in the studio doing this daily. The time zones are just absolutely deluxe for an Chef's Eastern Seaboard. Mm. Yeah, and we don't get that very often. Mm. I think it's very often. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and so... The last time he goes and I got to sit down and watch the cricket all day, oh, yeah. while working, of course, mm. uh, and and take it all in was was Gabba, uh, the Gabba against uh, yeah. India there. Yeah. And what ends up happening is like the uh, ideas and observations of the game mm. end up just <laughs> compressing into the most aggressive, over the top <laughs> kind of analysis that exists. Yeah. So we've already decided that Australia will only bat once. Yeah, that's right. This this game is over. This game is over. They'll never have to play these coats again. There's a reason it's been eight years. You turn up and put this shit on. <laughs> so yeah. It was, it was Australia's day. <laughs> Here's what happened in the game. I'll run you through the scores of the day's play. New Zealand won the toss and they chose to field or indeed they tried to have a bowl. Steve Smith and Kawaja put on 61 for the first week before Smith was caught behind for 31. Then Marnus made one from 27 more and Marnus later. Uh, then Kawaja was out with the score on 88 after he ground out 118 ball 33. One of the all-time great 33s. Travis Head was out for one. Um, and then Mitch Marsh contributed a wonderful 40 off 39 balls to get the game rolling along. Carey was out for not many. Starr contributed a little bit, as did Cummins, and Lyon was the last wicket of the day. But it is Cameron Green's day with 103 not out of 155 balls. It's 
most definitely his best innings for Australia. We'll talk about him in a second. Um, and uh, it's his second Test match hundred. Just look at the bowling figures. Uh, Southie slightly unders, or maybe just was he just creaking in the old breeze there? Southie, geez, he was struggling in the field. Uh, Matt Henry though, four for forty three, just ripping into every single component. No, it's good. Oh, yeah, do, do your scorecards. Do your four for forty three for Matt Henry. He was fantastic. To be fair, of us, you know, for 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 what he's capable of. Uh, Willow Rourke, what a talent he is. Two for fifty nine. Kugline, two for fifty six. Daryl Mitchell and Ravindra bolt eight overs between them. Ravindra got. One wicket, that being Pat Cummins. That's what's happened in the day's play. Nine for 279, Pezza, or 279 for nine. Because it's only Australia that does it the other way around. And we are in New Zealand. We've got to respect the cultures, okay? We've got to respect it. Uh, and now let's disrespect them. Cameron Groening at the end of the day's play said, ah, New Zealand probably just in front. Are they fuck? There's a very... Like, are they uh, fuck? Everybody's noting this. There's. I don't know if it's because we haven't played them in any kind of focused way or we don't do it very often but both, both nations but like there's a very funny like pantomime parochialism going on between both nations mm-hmm. i i do feel like new zealand is the aggressor in this situation like mm. i i do think if australia had gone to new zealand and they the, the skeletons you know present themselves as nice people as they do just did that and you you know the, the former prime minister Jacinta Ardern's there just a wonderful sheen and facade of a nation yeah. who stands up to the US and etc sure. uh presented itself that way i think australia would have gone with that mm. yes cocked out with you know got yeah. the cocks out and got won the cocks out. but oh, instead oh, i feel like where there, there is a concerted public effort mm. to ensure that that's not the case this time with australia so there's this strange there's this comedic like pantomime parochialism happening. Mm. You hear it with the NZ commentators through the T20s. Mm. There's some there's some Dave Warner stuff knocking around. You're seeing pictures of Steve Smith and Warner crying at press conference. Mm. A press conference fucking six years ago. Yeah, and uh, commentators appealing for LBs. Yeah. <laughs> That was a ball pass. He obviously had a, like, a tight, precise leave this morning, and the commentator went, ooh. <laughs> and ah, and, ah, oh. and i got to say, you think it's Cam Green's day. Mm. He's silver medal. Today's, <laughs> today belonged to Brendan Julian. Well done, BJ. Seriously, that that is Brendan Julian's greatest day of commentary. Mm. No joke or satire in that. Like we got magnum opus. It is his magnum opus. opus. Because there is some NZ heritage there, isn't there? With BJ, he's got something. There's some. So perhaps he feels a kinship too. Well, he's good looking. well, of course, and but uh, Kiwi men are very good. He's obviously he's, he's become he's part of the coverage. I don't know if he's sort of uh, off the fox leash or something. The position that he occupies mm. in that com box mm. is just elevated. He's embracing the natural alphadom within, yeah, and time. he fucking destroyed <laughs> so many comments today. Yeah. He just alphaed the shit out of that, and it was it was yeah. good to hear. Like, what did I, what do we have here? I know we we had the one at the end that you talked about. Um, there was a point I think where. Uh, Katie, the commentator, Katie yeah. Martin, Martin, yep. was describing in uh, like beautiful detail mm-hmm. uh, Mitch Marsh supporting a um, doing some charity work and and his communication yes. with a particular yes. child that he was staying in touch with. Yes. The point being that men don't talk very often, and and his communication skills were excellent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was so <laughs> earnest and beautiful, and it was actually yeah. one of a, a rare moment of a New Zealand uh, commentator mm. complimenting an Australian. Right, right, right. And BJ just let the silence hover and said, like, I'm watching this out here and I can barely communicate that. 
But for the well, entire it's... day, really, he, uh, he's going to go back to the hotel tonight and he's going to have about a kilo and a half of cucumbers over the eyes because he, oh. he had crow's feet all day. And yeah. Some of the comments like, ah, ah. His neck snapping around. He's going to gonna come to work tomorrow with a neck brace. Like, he's just been in a horrendous car accident. But, uh, but, but like, BJ in neck brace is exactly what I want. Oh. Like, I, I, want, I want crow's feet and then I want cucumbers over the eyes at nine. Okay, let's go. Here's what you want. This episode and TJC for this series brought to you by Smith Optics Australia. You can go to Smith Optics australia.com <laughs> I almost forgot <laughs> and you can explore the field range page the field sports range in the tab there for uh for sunglasses uh you've got your wildcats you've got your verts you can use the code fast for 25 percent oh, again off your order you only have to pay for three quarters of the full price of sunglasses for listening or watching this dumb shit right here okay we're getting behind the boys Whoever those boys are, we're getting behind them with the code FAST for 25% off your order at smithoptixaustralia.com. A lot of people will not understand this reference yet, but I hope you will. There's one guy in particular in New Zealand at Wellington at the yes. moment who is wearing the Smiths who I'd like to make the feature of this particular segment okay. if he does what he promised he'd do yes. on Patreon. Okay, Muzz, yeah. looking forward to Come seeing on, you on TV. Come, Come on, on. Muzz. Come on, do Muzz. what you need to do. If you need to know more about that, jump on Patreon. Uh, anyway, smithopticsaustralia.com. Thanks for supporting us uh, throughout the rest of this test series. We're just, just the two test series. Um, all right, Pez, let's talk about Cam Green, um, who came into the game at, uh, what was it, two for 65 when Manus was dismissed. We'll talk about Manus in a second, as I said earlier, who made one of 27. Green finishes 103 off 155, 16 boundaries, hitting him at 66, if that's your sort of statistic that, that, uh, that you might like you might not one of those two options um it was uh it was busy it came down the crease it looked good it it looks like it's got a bit about it now it looks like it's been proactive it looks like it's had a look at a shaved head maybe a neck tattoo it looked you thought it, it was a bit more neck tattoo about this innings it didn't look as timid as i've seen it on what as we've described earlier is a shit tip you know like yeah my experience with seeing cam green at, at number four when mm. you see it in the lineup i think Outstanding. There's the future. That's where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. That like let saloon passage. Mm -hmm. g give him what he needs and let it fly and flourish. You know, yeah, yeah. chariots, grapes, pigeons. Yeah, and we get to watch a hall of fame career unfold in front of. That's us. right. A thoroughbred horse mm. at from its from its very commencement mm. as a little foal mm. grow into a stallion. Yeah. And so I see it, and I think that's where it needs to be. And then when he comes into bat, you remember like, oh God, it can look so stiff and timid yeah. at times yeah. uh in the past it's like quite often it looks very uh straight and pushy and rigid when you want a little bit more flow and fluency and uh mm. um you know sort of game awareness and stuff it looks a bit ball machiney but today mm. i don't think it actually looked too different to way the way he's batted previously but his technique was able to um ride the vagaries of the pitch better than a lot of the a um, lot of his teammates have. So, like, we were seeing nuance and technique and precision in the way that he assessed the, the situation, the way that he problem mm -hmm. solved. So this wasn't like a just a big two-metre thoroughbred stallion coming out and just front-dogging, like, yeah. say, the way Mitch Marsh did. 
he worked his way through that knock mm-hmm. at, at, with different gears. So I think the, the batsmanship, although it doesn't quite fit the brand we'd like to overlay to him, that of a stallion, two metres, et cetera, oh, right, right. Um, was really the standout mm. component of the or mm. element of the day. Mm. The way he got down the deck, the way he um, you know got the bowlers to mix up their length because of his reach, et cetera. He took full toll off the back foot and the front dog when he needed to, uh, and then when he needed to accelerate at the end to get his 100, he did. So it was it was it was very mature, extremely promising. Yeah, uh, and he hasn't even got that shaved head and neck tattoo yet. Exactly. So his other hundred that he scored was in the fourth Test match of the um, Border Gavaskar Trophy in India. That was in the Ahmedabad Test match where they basically just made a complete road, so no one could win that game. Mm. So um, what? some people would say it doesn't count. Although of course he does get the right of passage now to say. Uh, sorry, almost like a, a like a scout's badge, Woo. a scout's badge where he gets like a I've scored a hundred in India, mm. you know, t- yeah, t- yeah, t- yeah. T- oh, t- 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 he's, he's got hundred in India, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but this one is this one was special. Um, hey, tough deck, tough runs. No one else could score runs. You know yeah. that that's what you want away from home. Yeah, it's good shit. It's good shit. It's good shit. Um, did you like New Zealand? Did you like the attack though? Um, I felt that especially in the first session, New Zealand bowled way too short. Hardly any balls hitting the stumps. Now we're talking. It wasn't aggressive. There was, sure, there were some plays and misses. Yeah, I'll say that. There was hardly an LBW shout. Um, I thought it was so unders. I thought it was weak. Um, it didn't have the trajectory, didn't have the pace, didn't have the airspeed, um, which I think is becoming more and more crucial in test match cricket especially. Uh, you win the toss and bowl. For some reason, there seemed to be some celebration that like oh, Australia's nine down. No, nah, I mean, that, that deck has 140 all out written all over it. Um, and I thought Smith and I mean Kawaja especially. I mean this is where this is where like an approach opposite to other countries um, is beneficial because you've got a guy who's Kawaja's faced 120 balls. He's faced 20 overs of the new ball. I thought Smith was okay today as well on a difficult deck. You still wonder about his. They put on 50 of, of off stump. Yep. Um, but uh, but I mean it's not like New Zealand bowled bad balls. It was just fucking hard to score, but like it was so, it wasn't aggressive enough. Just so many balls need to be hit more, more balls need to be hitting the stumps. That's right. And I, I don't think, think they challenged off, off yeah, bail enough. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be very surprised if Australia struggled with that issue tomorrow. Um, I like Smith, Smith opening the batting, getting a little bit more used to it. He, he will not like making 30. I do think it looks, uh, you know, like when he, when he's, um, I'm going to say ticking off, but like when, when he's, when he's moving around a lot, mm. It looks very French cricket, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it looks very, like, my both, both feet pointing down the deck. My hands are outside the body. You mm-hmm. can see all of leg stump. Leaves aren't an option. Mm-hmm. I just want to cover that space. But then you think he averages 58, and yep. he's done it with uh, unconventional methods. So who the fuck am I yeah. to say this doesn't look right? Let's talk about Minus. Okay. Um, he made one off 27. Here are his last... <laughs> Do you want me to go back to when he literally won? I saved the game for. What you should do? Go all the way back to just the game after his best last score, just to really amplify. <laughs> That's how right. bad it is. Yeah. So do you remember when he literally saved the Ashes for Australia in Manchester by making 111? Do you remember that? No. Okay. Since then, uh, you know what? I'll go back from today. So one five three one not out ten sixty two red sixty four sixty three two sixteen thirteen nine hundred and eleven. It's um, it's lean. There's 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 probably better statistics to wrap it up. I think I think I saw Rick Finlay do a tweet today about um his his quarterly averages, and now he's his his quarterly average is now at 31 compared to previously 58, 57, and 56. It's it is a decline. There, there is no question about that. Um, but here's the thing. 
this the next test match in Christchurch is the last test match Australia plays until the first test match of the Border Gavaskar series in late November. Um, so he is going to play the next test match. He will have the – he's going to Leicestershire, I think it might be. Oh, is that right? He's going somewhere in the UK to play county cricket again, as he has done for the last couple of years. He'll um, he'll stay in Red Bull form, I presume. He goes to Gloucester. That's very – Gloucester, is it Gloucester? Yeah, Gloucester or Glamorgan. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. yeah, I'm obviously right across it. Um, anyway, so uh, – and then he'll obviously have the beginning of the Sheffield Shield for Queensland. Um, so, you know, I don't think it's – it's sort of worked out in his favour, I suppose, that like these – he Glamorgan. He um, – he won't have another away tour where he might struggle. He, he has time to sort it out, but there's no doubt there's been a drop off. I mean, the Australian batters, generally speaking, were unders throughout the summer. That was a that was a feeling from everyone, I think, including the team. So, um, uh, is there anything else to say other than like I hope he sorts it out soon because he's a key part of the side. Yeah, like personally, because this is very important. I'm I'm bullish on Marnus. I think he's the three, and I think you just invest in him at three. I yeah. think that what he's done, the body of work that he's put together as a three around the world, is worthy of staying with and, and regarding what's happening now as a form slump that happens in cricket. Yeah. The interesting conversation is that I don't think, uh, you know, everybody shares that view. I think there, in some quarters, there there is a suggestion that his initial success in cricket, which did last quite a few years, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was was owing to a lot of luck from dropped catches, etc. <clears throat> and that uh, those who argue against him are saying that, like, he's actually – his ability, his actual ability and, uh, you know, he's catching up with his scores or vice versa. Scores mm-hmm. catching up with his ability. So um, you're right. There's no – like – even if he fails in the next three innings, mm-hmm. he will still be the incumbent three against India, but there will be eyes on how he's batting for Glamorgan if he's back there this year mm-hmm. and then in the Shield, in the lead-up to it. So the, Shield, the, the Sheffield Shield berry. So, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the worst shot I've ever seen. Yeah, so... so yeah, like, like I think if he doesn't make scores, people will be like, hmm, like it has... Has he lost something or has is, is, is something – has his technique gone awry? So um, – and if he doesn't score runs in those other arenas, I think pressure will be on him. Yeah. Uh, hashtag ask TGC. I put a tweet out there on my Twitter uh, just to see what the uh, what the general temperature was amongst the public. Uh, Lexi said, is Cam Green the next Keith Miller? Uh, or is it the other way around? Uh, Max Hope said, why, despite being a summer sport, does fielding look, look the best in a long-sleeve jumper slash vest? That's an interesting one. It looks better. Nomenclature again. Long yeah. sleeve jumper slash vest. Mm. Is that is that either or or are they regarding that as the same thing? Let us know where you are in the nomenclature. Mm. A vest, sleeveless sweater, sweater, jumper. Mm. What are we doing? Uh, Harrison Reed said, Hughes, colours, jumpers, skeletons, carrots. Enough for me to glance at the TV. Oh, okay, so he's, mm. he's into it, Harrison. He's well, very keen on this series. And it's vulnerable of Glance, him to admit that. Glancing at the TV. That is very interesting, Harrison. Hope, the, hope the, uh, everything's okay at home there, mate. Um, <laughs> necessary. Uh, Jick said, have we entered the green aissance? Um, okay. Peter said, has green gone past sobers now? Uh, Michael hmm. said, I'm going to be thinking about green when I slip one through the old miso tonight. Shouldn't have read oh. that. Uh, Gandalfa said, who would win a foot race? He goes or emu? What's the ground speed of an emu? I wonder. Uh, emus are quite quick, aren't they? Yeah. Well, hey, oh, so well, Charlie's here. We can actually like you know look this stuff up like actual producers do. But like like emu, mm. emu's got a bit of toe. I've always wondered about you and your foot speed. Like whether you were you blessed? Were you a man of speed of foot speed or? Um, I'm, not sure or if, I'm not sure. I've got emu pace. No, but that's not my question. Like uh, like just just tell us. Like are you you got any? T- did you have toe as I've, a kid? I've got some toe. You had some. Uh, 
like athletics carnival, are you? Um, I'm having a look. You're on the podium <laughs> at an athletics carnival at school because 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 school, it's, yeah. You know, it's Being like a um, fast runner is as powerful as you get at school. Show me a child until he's seven, and I'll show you the man. You know what I mean? How are you performing age seven yep. at athletics carnivals? Yeah, yeah. I had you a banging podcast when I was seven. Put it like that. I, I've got a question that's not been raised here that I think needs to be said. Go like, on. um. Where are we at vis-a-vis Scotty Cougar line, just vis-a-vis how it looks, et cetera? What, like, what, what are we... Oh, the action. I've never seen so a bowl before. It, the it, it, the it, it, bears, was, it bears commenting. Yeah, the, the action was... was um, I wouldn't say it was wild or fancy-free. It was... Uh, it's, it's, he, has, he needs his arms to propel himself. Uh, and then at the crease, it's, it's all a bit yuck for me. It's just something, it's just something to remark upon. Yeah. Does it look... You know, he, sort of, he gets the gig ahead of wags. Like, geez, fuck. Mm. Cougs must be in form. And, and it, like, it's something. Something's there. It's, it's a speed thing, but, like... Yeah. Here's, here's what I think about... <laughs> it's slinging and it's he, out of the hand. I thought with Kugelon's selection that Wagner had a great day today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought it was a great day for Wags. Mm, yeah. Got himself on the field, subfielded, got a lot of airtime, faces in the crowd, face face uh, cutouts of cardboard in the crowd. Um, Are we okay with retiring? And, like, and we know the practicalities of it. He's helping the team. So... The optics don't really matter, but they do here. Yeah. Uh, Pezza, am I going to sit on this channel and am I going to sledge Neil Wagner, a friend of the show who gave us his time to come onto this show, a man of 60-something tests. He's won, his, he's won matches for his country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I going to say, if you retire, what the fuck are you doing on the bench? Yep. Get out of the limelight. Am I going to sit here and say that? You made an interesting comparison <laughs> off air. Like it, was, it was all a little bit, you know... What did I say? JT. A little bit John Terry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was trying to give it to you. Yeah, I don't want to, want to take it. Sorry. Yeah. We say so many things. I mean, yeah. there was one point today where we were, just, we were just pretending that like we were in the sheds and just saying, yeah, Chuck Rats, can't grade A. Yeah, that's that's right. what we do at work. Right. We I work hard, agree. Come on. Come on, boys. Two, two, deuce. Yeah. And then we we're talking about how when you play cricket, yeah. anytime you're batting, you can't hear anything anyone's saying. So people yeah. are going, work hard, start yeah. again, et cetera. Yeah. And all you can hear is, yeah. Ah, or, ah. or you be the thing, or you be the thing, or the guy where the ball's about a meter and a half away from the rope, and you say, "Save him!" Yeah. And, oh, cheers, cheers, boy. That's actually saved me some energy. What about out in the field, where like bowler or keeper? All I can hear is the wind rushing through my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, am I saying? Am I going to sit here on this channel and say that Wagner being on the field today reminded me of John Terry lifting the Champions League mm. trophy after being injured or suspended and then turning up on the podium in full kit with boots on yeah. and shin pads and lifting yeah. the trophy? Am I yeah. going to sit here and say that about a great New Zealander? Yeah. A great New Zealand. Am I going to say that? I guess we'll find out. Indeed. On tomorrow's show. Thanks for joining us. See you guys on the internet tomorrow. Cheers.